0: On today's episode of Come Get a Sip. It's been a while, so we will be catching up with our host and guest hosts and seeing what they've been up to since the last episode. Trying to do my little thing on TikTok.
1: Come on, TikTok um, famous.
0: Not famous.
1: 17K and counting.
0: And counting. Emphasis on and counting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> also, we got tons of new music this week. So we will be breaking down all of the hottest tracks from your favorite artists.
1: I think it is a song that I'm going to keep playing. I, I like definitely it definitely
0: will. Something cute for the girls. Something for the summertime. Something cute for the girls. Right, right. <laughs> and finally, the Twitter timeline has been in chaos this weekend. Uh, Here, Lisa, a video for this album that he did put out. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> Let me try not to be shady.
1: No, just say it how it is. He released
0: a video. So we will be talking about all of that and more today on Come Get a Sip. Hello everybody and welcome back to Come Get a Sip. Formerly known as Came Through Sipping, Sip Sip. But we have a new name, but we are spilling tea all the same, period. So in case you didn't know, Come Get a Sip is a podcast hosted by me and a variety of guest hosts where we talk about all of the latest music, the hottest new TV shows, and all the biggest celebrity gossip and breaking news stories. Today, I am very happy to have back a guest from the last rendition of the show, Lourdes Fitzgerald.
1: Purr. Not purr. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. My name is Lourdes.
0: Anything else you'd like to... (laughs) Oh,
1: I didn't know if you wanted me to do like a whole thing. I thought you just wanted me to say hi. Hi, everybody. My name is Lourdes, Norris's best friend uh i'm here today to help sip some of this tea and spill some of this tea because we've been talking about all the new music and all the new gossip
0: period let's get into it because we got a lot to talk about today
1: we do so
0: first up we will be bringing back our checking in segment but this time it's going to be a little different it's been a long time since we lasted an episode, mm. and a lot has happened in the year since. Um, and so I thought it would be just be good to start off by having each of us just talk about what we've been up to since the last episode, you know, any new things we're working on, you know, any life changes or whatever. So I can start, you know, nothing has really changed for me. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: I, I, I am, you know, trying to do my little thing on TikTok. Come on, TikTok um, famous not
1: famous. (laughs) 17k and counting.
0: And counting. Emphasis on and counting. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm not. And, you know, just putting out some little rap verses, you know, one of them got posted by a very famous person.
1: Miss Cardi B herself. Miss
0: Cardi B herself. 88 million followers on Instagram. Mm. So that was great. And Normani liked it. But, you know, we don't have to talk about that (laughs) today. But, you know, yes. And I'm working on some official stuff. So. Stay tuned sure. But Lord is here Also has some music that she's been doing If you want to talk a little bit about that
1: Yeah of course Well yes you know the last year I just went back to school uh, During COVID Which was very interesting But also I'm glad I did it I'm glad I did it Had fun Tried to make the most sure of it I'm sure it was nice oh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just because you're in the house doesn't mean you have to be all shady. But yes, we did we did have a good time back at school. Um and then yes, I've been working on some music. You know, nothing nothing too much right now. Basically, um just putting out some covers every now and then. I'm trying to do it more often. Um and hopefully working on some original things as well that we have in the works. But I don't really know. (laughs) But I don't really know the timeline of when those will come out. But yeah, check me out on SoundCloud at Lordis Fitzgerald, and that's basically what I've been up to.
0: Love to see it. Yes, some covers of Miss Jasmine, Jasmine. Miss Chloe, and Miss Halle.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Her just released the Chloe and Halle one yesterday, so very recent.
0: Yes great so that's what's happening with us we hope all of you are doing well as well staying safe still masking up mm-hmm. okay yeah <laughs> and <'Cause- oof>. right <laughs> right so i'll be wearing my mask forever
1: people like have really gotten so like lax about it and i get right. it like most people are getting vaccinated i'm vaccinated you're vaccinated. But it's like, I don't know, I just don't, I feel like a lot of people were so hassled like they felt like such a hassle when having to wear a mask. And I'm just like, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, right. just put the mask on. If you wanna go out to eat or something, put the mask on. Then when you get to your table, when you're eating your food, you can take it off. But I just don't know why people are so like, oh, you're still wearing a mask, but you're vaccinated. It's like, first of all, I still don't wanna get COVID. Right. But exactly. And keep also your mind on. your business. Exactly. Mind like your if business. If someone
0: wants to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. If someone wants to wear three masks and a face shield, let them do that.
1: <laughs> someone meeting you.
0: Aww. <laughs> uh, but right, yes, so keep your mask on. Right. All right. So that's what's going on with us. And now without further ado, there has been a lot of new music that has come out in the past couple days, past couple weeks. Mm. So a now a lot, especially this past Friday. So, mm-hmm. without further ado, we will be diving into the new music segment. Okay, there has been a lot of new music, so we're going to try to cover as much as we can in the time that we have. So, first mm-hmm. up, we have a release called Somewhat Loved. There you go, breaking my heart. This <laughs> is by the duo Jam and Lewis, consisting of the legendary, truly legendary producers, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who have worked with pretty much every R&B artist of the past 30 years, 40 years. And with my favorite singer of all time, Miss Mariah Carey. It is a single from their upcoming album, Jammin' Lewis Volume 1, which is their first project as an individual act, like a, a solo act. Well, not solo, but you know. And, you know, I really like it. So if you're listening on SoundCloud or YouTube, you will get to now hear a snippet of the new song. And if you're not then, well, you <laughs> Listen, can go find the song. Go on
1: Spotify. <laughs> go, go go, to
0: search and find song.
1: <laughs>
0: so I can start us off on this one. Um, I really love this, you know, Mariah put out a lot of new music last year with the rarities um, and then um, her new Christmas project that she did with Apple. Um, and so I was really excited to see like new music from her so quickly this year. Um, It's a song that she wrote with the dream um, back almost pretty much a decade ago. And, um, you know, she collaborated with Jam and Lewis to do it um, with this beat that they made. And I really like it. It's really upbeat. It's really fun. It's really like Mm -hmm. bouncy. And it sounds amazing in the car. Um, No,
1: it does. It does. I listened to it in the car for the first time.
0: Yes, it is a hit. And so I really love when producers, like when you can tell that a producer has like, or producers in this case, have chemistry with the artists that they're working with. Like sometimes producer albums can feel like they're just like random singles put together and like there wasn't really any cohesion. The the artists and the producers clearly didn't have much chemistry. Um, But this really worked for me. Um, and Lourdes, you already said you liked it, but any other thoughts?
1: Yeah, you know, I did really like it. Of course, you put me on. Because um, I, I love Mariah. I do love Mariah, but I'm not, you know, I'm not the Stan that you are. Um, mm. But I listened to it. I thought it was giving what it was supposed to give. Um, no, but seriously, like, I do think we always have to give Mariah her dues and her credit because period. so many people no period because so many people try to be like oh Mariah's old first of all she is not even that old I need people to stop calling people old that aren't that old right. um but she you know people love to say like Mariah can't sing like she used to And that this song just really proved that that's not the case because she was giving vocals like she sounded back in the '90s. She was giving whistle tones. Um, The song literally ends on like a very long whistle tone, and I just feel like we need to stop discrediting her voice and like trying to make it seem like she can't do what she used to be able to do. Um, But that's all to say that I did like the song a lot. I loved the breakdown. I thought. When it goes right into the chorus and she's like, you know, I'm not going to do it because I don't want to c- copyright it. But <laughs> <laughs> I really did like it. I, I did. I did. I It reminded me of Caution, um, it the did. album.
0: It was very fun. It was giving,
1: yeah, it was giving like very fun, like upbeat, just like I think it is a song that I'm going to keep playing. I, like I definitely
0: will. Something cute for the girls. Something for the summertime. Something cute for the girls. Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. And don't ever question Mariah's pen, y'all, either. Because if you do listen that. to the vocabulary on that song, the way she tied those words together. Okay, don't yep. play with Mariah's pen. But anyways, <laughs> go listen to the song once again. It's called "Somewhat Loved." There you go, breaking my heart. Jammin' Lewis and Mariah Carey. All right. Next up, this was a huge week. For female rappers in particular, it feels like pretty much every female rapper that's popping right now drops something on Friday. Um, and so first up, we had a huge release from Megan Thee Stallion called Thought Shit. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Why are you saying so quiet? Because it's Sunday and I don't, <laughs> I, don't be, I don't
0: cuss. I don't cuss it's at all. It's called but Thought Shit. <laughs> okay, well, she said it. <laughs> Okay, so this was hailed by Megan Thee Stallion as the return of Tina Snow, her alter ego who really shot her into like mainstream fame. Mm -hmm. The thing that really caught people's attention besides the song and how amazing the song was, was the video.
1: Mm. The
0: video was epic, you know? (laughs) It's the type of video that people have been, you know, really like wanting, you know, to see Mm -hmm. from artists. You know, we want, Videos like that are really um visually um just visually what's the word like please. they put a lot of effort into well visually <laughs> please <laughs> yes, but like they going so like they put a lot of effort into yeah. the visuals, you know like and there's a storyline mm-hmm. you know it's not just some like something they put together in fifteen minutes, right,
1: you can tell that she worked really hard on it, and the video itself like first of all i have i I have thoughts um the the beginning with that man the 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 main protagonist man the white man in that in that video he was just very much giving me uncomfortable and i liked the way that they like made him out to be like the character that they made him out to be um because i could really tell like the direction and like the storyline of the video um but yes this is versatility and I'm gonna tell right. y'all that right now because people really keep trying to say that Megan isn't versatile. Uh, Norris, I know you saw it firsthand on TikTok. Um, oh,
0: I certainly did. <laughs> and but, I checked them.
1: No, you checked them. But this video right here, like, this is a music video. Like, I feel like so many vi- videos these days by these artists, um, male and female, um, are are just not give like they're not really giving any type of creativity they're not giving a storyline and i feel like megan really like she she put i mean obviously the director as well but like there was just so much thought put into this video um my favorite my favorite scene was the diner scene with those outfits right everyone's been sharing like pictures of that scene
0: and there were so many references too there were references to like Um, The Shining, there was a Mm, reference to um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, it's just very iconic. Very, like, it's like the type of video that's instantly iconic. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just proof, once again, that female rappers are really carrying the industry on their back right now. Mm -hmm. Like, between Megan and Cardi, like, Cardi is, we know Cardi and Doja in particular, and Meg, the three of them are at the top of the game in terms of visuals, like providing visuals in their videos and making hits making bops you know and so this is just once again proof that you know she's giving you a great song she's giving you a great video and it is definitely one of the top contenders for song of the summer
1: yeah that's what i was thinking song of the summer i love that she's going back into this tina snow era Um, I love that for her because, and this isn't even shade, like when fever came out and when big old freak was like the big song of the time, like that was such a moment. And I feel like I, I do like songs from her latest album. I do, but it definitely wasn't my favorite of hers. And so now that she's going back into the Tina Snow era, like I really do. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. She's going back and she's making music that sounds like big old freak. Um, And I definitely think it is contender for Song of the Summer.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, back to the whole discussion about versatility and, like, rapping about different things. One, if you actually listen to the lyrics of the song, like, yeah, the song is called what it's called. But, like, it really, like people are saying, Megan always raps about sex. The song really isn't about sex, like, the entire time. Like, if you listen to the song, it's really not. But, you know, people don't listen. Listening comprehension is not common Mm -hmm. amongst people on Twitter these days. But there was someone on Twitter that pointed out this as well. Um, They said, to paraphrase, if y'all really wanted to hear different stuff from female rappers, you would listen to the ones who rap about, quote unquote, different stuff. Mm
1: -hmm. But y'all
0: don't. Yeah. So that's that.
1: I told you this earlier, but like, I definitely see it being a song that's going to go viral on TikTok. And I don't even think that's a bad thing. Like, some people might think that's a bad thing, but... I'm just happy for Megan. I'm happy. She took her little hiatus. It wasn't really hiatus, hiatus, but I'm going to give it to her. And she came back and she's giving us, she's giving us visuals. She's giving us lyrics. She's giving us everything.
0: It is great to see. And I'm excited to see how this song takes off going into the summer. So I already mentioned her before, but we got (laughs) another big release from Cardi B with Migos on their new album, Culture 3. This is type shit mm. so on this song cardi was giving bars like i feel like every time cardi comes on amigo's song like it's just mm. something magical happens like she is just giving puns and wordplay and like type of thing that you have to like when you listen to it for the first time you have to pause it and run it back and be like whoa like that is a line you know uh they have such good chemistry together. And it just, this to me is another example of how Cardi is really, like, one of the main girls right now. You know, they really try to try her. But, like, between this and DJ Mm -hmm. Khaled's album where she had Big Paper, like, she is consistently, like, showing herself to be, like, the biggest draw in terms of, like, features on people's albums. Like, she's the one that people look out for. They immediately tune into her music, whether Mm -hmm. they love her or they hate her. Um, and so, yeah, I really like the song. Lourdes, what did you think of it?
1: Um, well, I didn't really care for the Migos. I don't really care for the Migos. That's not not even like me being like, I'm gonna (laughs) call them the Migos. Um, (laughs) fine, Migos. Um, I didn't really care for their verses. So, but I feel like we're specifically focusing on Cardi's verse. I think that I liked her verse. I did. I did. I, I agree with what you said about the lyrics. I agree with how you had to play it back. Um, definitely was giving, <laughs> definitely was giving like a good, um, a good feature from her. Uh, I don't think it was my favorite feature by any means, but I did think that she did a good job. I think they, honestly, they could have even given her more. Like, I think she could have come back. Like, she could have had the first little verse that she did and then come back at like the end of the song and say something. Like, I think they could have done that. Maybe that would have, maybe they didn't want to do that because that would have given her too much, but... Honestly, I rather prefer her than 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 Migos, mm. but that's just me.
0: Yeah. Well I loved it. And I think that's another song. Like I listened to it like at in the house and it sounded great. And then I listened to it in the car and it sounded <laughs> amazing. So once again, yeah, that is tight shit from Migos and Cardi B. Love you, Cardi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On to the next song. This is the new song from Doja Cat. This is called Need to Know. It's the second single from her planet, her album, which is coming out very soon. Lourdes, do you wanna start off on this one?
1: Um, sure. Okay. I like it. I do. Um, and I don't stop because all the Doja Cat fans are about to come for me. No, I do Uh-oh. like it, but I think it needs to grow on me a little bit more. Um, for me, like it's very it's not rare for me to like a song on the first listen but like I'm not even it's not even a a, um and like I'm not even trying to insult her by saying it needs to grow on me a little bit more I just think that's just what it is it needs to grow on me a little bit more um that being said I think the chorus I like the chorus um it got stuck in my head yesterday I was like singing it um to myself throughout the day um but I do want to say the music video, Doja never, she never fails. Doja right. will give you a visual. Just like how we were talking about um, Megan having vers- versatility, Doja is always going to give you something different. Um, Nothing, none of her performances, her live performances, her music videos are the same. You always right. know that when you get a video from Doja, it's going to be something iconic. It's going to be new. It's going to be something that she hasn't done before. Um, right. Right. So I do want to applaud her for that, and she she did a good job. But Cause she
0: performed think? "Say So" like sixty seven times. Yeah, but it was each different. time was different. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> She's so tired of that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, she has to be. But what did you think about it, Norris?
0: I felt the same way. Um, I felt like it's definitely a song that will grow on me as I continue to listen to it. Right. Um, I think just because like a bunch of the other releases were very like hype and very like. A lot more like um just like, you know, Peppy like in the club right, Type right, right. music. Like it's different. You know. Yeah. Like booming bass in the car. Um I but I, I definitely felt like this was another very solid release from Doja. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, she is very consistent. Yeah. Um and I feel like She definitely is setting herself up to have, like, a big era with this album, just like she she did with her last album.
1: Yeah. And I also, the other thing is, I saw a few people on Twitter and, like, TikTok being like, yeah, Doja really didn't even need to release this song because Kiss Me More is still, like, hot. Like, people are still listening to that song. She's still... She's still getting a lot of love, but um, right. the fact that she's still releasing new music just proves that she's dedicated, she's motivated, and she wants it all. So props right. to you, Miss Doja.
0: Yeah, because this is a big move. Like you, like you said, she could definitely ride out "Kiss Me More" longer, mm-hmm. but the fact that now, like if this song starts to like really blow up, right. like she would have two big songs heading into the summer,
1: right? Exactly,
0: and an album dropping in a couple weeks. So. She's like, yeah, good for you, Doja. And amazing video, as always. So, yeah. And my her. girl
1: Ryan Destiny was in it.
0: Yes. It's <laughs> Ryan. Her. We love her.
1: We love her. What's next?
0: Next up, this is the new song from Dream Doll. Um, this is the first single from her upcoming album, Life in Plastic 3. This is called Tryouts. Okay, so this song, this to me is one of the best releases of the week. No, I yeah, it. I loved it. Dream Doll has been like, the way she she has improved so much. Ever since she did a song with Lil' Kim called Funeral. And it was like amazing. She and Kim were both doing their thing. It was great. And from that point on, that was really the start of Dream Doll really um, pushing her pen. So the song is about, you know being tired of men and the way that they're just so trifling (laughs) um, and saying, like, I'm just going to, like, try the other side. Right. It coincides with her announcement that she is bisexual. So, yes, we love this release from Dream Doll. I love it so much. Um, And, you know, she just, you know, um, she just done a song um, with CJ, Lil Freak. Where she just went completely off on her verse. She had a song Collection, a freestyle that she released. She's just been like really doing her thing. And I'm glad that people are really starting to notice um, and really starting to like stream her music, buy her music, you know, watch her videos. Um, because she definitely deserves it.
1: Yeah. I agree with you. I I mean, I just listened to this song. Um, and I really liked it. I thought that I love like name dropping and she right. just did that the whole song and it, it was it was very fun because I feel like every single person that she dropped, like all these celebrity women, all these rappers that we know, all these artists, um Lori Harvey, like we she had such a good line for each and every one of them. And I was like, Come on, creativity, come on, pen because right. She did that. No, she did, and I'm very happy for her for coming out. I'm happy for her for feeling comfortable to release a song like this because obviously, <laughs> obviously, if she hadn't have come out, this we would probably be saying different things about this song because we'd be like, mm, "That's kind of interesting. What did you want to try out?" <laughs> but no, happy for her. Um, congratulations, Miss Dream Doll. And yes, it was a great song. I liked it. I it did. Was.
0: I loved it, and I think that it really speaks to the sisterhood. In rap, in particular, really making a comeback. You know, the sisterhood that we saw in the 90s with like Lil Kim and Ladies Night, um, that's really making a comeback now. Um, And to see her like name dropping all these artists, it's like, yeah, this is a big deal. Right. And then also, I think it speaks to just the depth right now Mm -hmm. of um, female rap and the fact that, you know, it's not just like one or two or three people, even three people at the top. Like, there are just so many rappers. You know, we could name like 20, 30. Who are doing their thing, and not just doing their thing, but also getting recognition for it. Right. You know, and you know, having popularity from it. Um, it's just great to see. And so definitely, y'all check it out. Trust me, you will be glad you did. This is a great song, and yeah, tryouts by Dream Doll.
1: Period.
0: That is all the new music. Well, not all of it. That's all we're gonna talk about today. There's also some new releases from Polo G. He released a new album. Um, with features from Nicki Minaj and many others. Just For Me by St. John and SZA. That is from the soundtrack for Space Jam, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James and many others, coming out in July. Also, Cupcake dropped, Rico and Nasty dropped, and Lord dropped, for anyone who's interested in that.
1: And Nicki Minaj. I, I said Nicki. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: anyways um (laughs) now we are gonna get into the real tea the stuff that has been taking over twitter over the weekend um first up we're gonna warm it up a little bit and talk about this todrick hall mess
1: what happened with todrick hall
0: oh you didn't see this no
1: explain it oh my
0: goodness so basically uh he released a video for this album that he didn't put out um (laughs) and (laughs) <laughs> Let me try not to be shady
1: No, just say it how it is He
0: released a video In the video, it was a bunch of like white men And there were like one or two other black men And you know, people were like saying stuff about it Going in on him And also pointing out the fact that For a song that was really promoting inclusivity mm-hmm. All of the men had the exact same body type Ooh. You know, very muscular Very like chiseled You know, so it's like inclusivity wear mm. You know, people were making points um, he didn't take too kindly to those points being made.
1: He never does. He hates criticism.
0: He hates criticism with a passion. And he made it so much worse for himself. Because criticism was happening, but it wasn't making all that much noise. Mm. You know?
1: Yeah. Were they in his um like replies? They were in his Twitter replies?
0: Yes. So this is the tweet that really got all of us on Twitter um, talking. He said, and I quote, Slavery worked. They <gasps> hoped we'd still be here today, fighting and trying to take down our own. Oh. We can prove them wrong. And then in all caps, uplift your own.
1: Uh, not slavery worked. Right. Because people told him that he only had one type of body in his video. Right. What does that have to... <sighs> it's just
0: so embarrassing. He had The ratio is tough. He has 4,600 <laughs> quote tweets. Oh, no. Yeah, a 641 likes. So he's getting dragged up and down the timeline, as he should be. Because what is that? What are you talking about? Slavery worked. Like, let's talk about it. I really hate how, and he's not the only one, but he's really the one who does it the worst. Uh, mm. So many black gay male celebrities in particular only want to engage with the black queer community when it when they want to like criticize us or say like, why are y'all dragging me? We should yeah. all uplift each other. Mm-hmm. You never uplift us in any other situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You didn't yeah. uplift the people. You you didn't uplift the people. You didn't pay. Oh, allegedly. Sheesh. So you're the last person who should be talking about unpaid labor. <laughs> Let's talk about it.
1: I just don't like. I don't understand why he's getting so defensive about like something that is very it's a very valid criticism and we'll get into that when we get into the next topic but just the the inability to understand what people are saying taking into account that people have valid points but all of a sudden you just see it as oh I'm being attacked I'm being attacked now you guys are attacking me like it's just people are simply telling you that this was lacking in your video um and how inclusive can it really be if you didn't have this But he can't see that. He just has to be defensive.
0: Right. And Francesca Ramsey really summed it up well. Love
1: her. No, I love her. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought I I was like, uh Uh (laughs) uh-oh. No, 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 no. No, (laughs) No, I love love her her
0: too. Um, Francesca Ramsey said, this bothers me for all the obvious reasons, but mostly because you spent a large chunk of your early career trafficking in the worst stereotypes about black people, but especially black women. Then you never publicly owned up to it and said you just moved on. Um, and then it's unfair and hypocritical to use Uplift Your Own to deflect mm-hmm. valid criticisms about repeated themes in your work and real right. harm they do. If you don't agree, fine. But you aren't doing yourself any favors by trafficking in false equivalencies in anti-blackness. Period.
1: <sighs> well, yeah, she said everything that she was supposed to say, everything that I agree with.
0: Right. So, yeah, that's that. Um, <laughs> Todrick Rick needs to get it together. <laughs> he and,
1: I'm tired of him, to be honest. No offense.
0: Right. As Nini would say to Cynthia, continue to have pageants at Walmart. Anyways.
1: What? Wait, it's, I it's didn't even re- hear that. No, I didn't. It's even a real hear
0: Housewives that. reference. If you, you know if you I do watch Atlanta. Season, yeah, I know. As you, well, you should have. I won't say you I should tried now, I, I tried to. I tried to.
1: I did. I did. I did. And I'll probably try again.
0: Well,. We'll see what happens next season because this season was a mess. But yeah, we'll that's talk what I'm about saying. that another Well, time. next
1: season, yeah, next season might be good.
0: Anyway. The next season going to be good. <laughs> but especially if they bring Miss Faye Fae back. But, again, that's for another day. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, yes. And now that we done fry that little fish up, let us get into the bigger fish, which is in the Heights. Now, I was excited for this film. You know, I haven't been to the movies in so long. I did go to see Cruella the other week, though. Great mm-hmm. movie. Emma Stone, I'm so sorry. Great I movie. I thought you said it. you fell asleep. Both Two things can be true at once. Oh, okay. I was tired, but it was a great <laughs> movie. And Emma Stone did what she had to do. And Emma Stone, I like to publicly apologize because I thought you weren't going to be giving, but you were. No, Emma were Stone, giving Cruella. She, she does. And so I apologize. You did great. And I will definitely be going to see it again. Or maybe I'll see it again once it comes on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um. So I can really take it in the full movie, but Mm. you did great, um, in the parts that I saw, um, (laughs) and so I was excited to see in the heights. You know, my family and I have been talking about going to see it together, Mm. um, you know, because it was just it seemed like such a great movie theater movie, right? You know, very like dance number, very like music, very like, (laughs) very
1: music. It's a musical.
0: (laughs) Child, child. Anyways,
1: I know what you mean.
0: But it has really been in. A mess this yeah. weekend on the timeline mm-hmm. and it just it was already bad because they were getting called out for very valid criticisms of just like with Todrick the lack of representation specifically of dark skinned uh, Afro Latinos
1: mm-hmm.
0: and especially given that the film is based in a neighborhood that is not dominated by light skinned people right it went from worse to worser <laughs> Um, When an interview came out with some members of the cast and crew from the film, that really, they dismissed so many of the critiques um, and really said everything wrong that you could possibly say um, in response to these critiques. So. Since I started off the last topic, Lourdes, I will let you start this off. I know you have a lot to say. Because I've already heard you say some of it. <laughs> yeah. Ever since the trailer came out, so.
1: Oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, let me just preface this. In the Heights, as a musical, is probably my favorite musical. Um, it is very near and dear to my heart for a number of reasons, being that, you know, I am black, I am Latina, I am... Um, very when I saw the musical I was with my grandparents so it was just like a very like it was just a very important thing for me and growing up like I know every single word to every single song like it is my musical so that being said it was sad and when I first saw the trailer when the trailer literally the little teaser thing came out in the end I want to say December like 2019 because somebody recently liked a tweet that I said from 2019 about the trailer and like of course that is the first thing that i noticed like understanding the the colorism issue within the latinx community and like knowing that all these the representations of latinos like in the media you're always going to get the same thing you're going to get white you're going to get light and um that's just a very valid criticism of the film i have not seen the film yet um, I'm going to be seeing it soon, but I have not seen it yet, so I let me not say that I know everything and everyone that is in the movie, but yeah, how are you going to have a movie that is based on a neighborhood, based on Washington Heights, Washington Heights, which is filled with a lot of Dominicans, a lot of dark-skinned Dominicans, a lot of dark-skinned Latinos in general, fill up that neighborhood, fill up that community and to just be so dismissive and i in the interview that you're talking about um was done uh for the root and i think that it's just interesting how she was asking did you already say her name
0: so it was felice leon who did the interview for the roots
1: yeah and she just did a good job of just like asking the questions straight up like that's what i really liked about it because it was a video interview and she's just very blunt she was like where was the representation of afro-latinos specifically dark-skinned afro-latinos in this film in leading roles because they're there they're in the background of course um they're dancers they're extras but when you look at this cast and you see that like all of the leading characters are either white latinos or just very light-skinned um and then you see the one like representation of a black person is supposed to be a character who's not even latino he's just supposed to be african-american so it's just like that is an issue and when people are calling that out suddenly it's just what we said about or Crawl. It's just a bunch of defensiveness. It's a bunch of like, oh, but that shouldn't matter because this is just a movie celebrating Latinos as a whole and we just need to be happy about that. We need to be happy about that. Why are we complaining about every little thing? You guys always want to complain about something. And it's just like people are literally saying that this was lacking and though I'm sure it was a great film, my mom saw it, she loved it, you know, my mom loves everything, but, (laughs) and I'm sure, like, I'm not even trying to say that they didn't put a lot of hard work into the film, they didn't um, work long days and nights, didn't practice, weren't good actors, not even trying to say that, I'm just saying that, time and time again we see this happening and when people call it out suddenly it's oh but we're all people of color we're all latinos we all need to love each other and uplift so let's not even try to go there that's what i don't that's what i don't like um but i've spoken for a long time so tell me what you think about it norris
0: i mean i agree with everything you've said period it was just a you know very poorly handled from start to finish. Um, you know, it's like, they obviously knew that these critiques were going to happen, especially once the trailer came out. Um, and also something that was really interesting to me, there was a video on uh, TikTok where someone basically pointed out that they had paused the movie and they had seen like these same um, dark-skinned extras and dancers in the same shot multiple times. Like they had like placed them in the same shot multiple times to make it look like apparently that there were more dark-skinned actors than there actually were. So it's like you already had like two or three and you were trying to make it look like there were six. What's up with that? So yeah, all around it's just been disappointing. Um, you know, and I think especially from Lin-Manuel Miranda mm-hmm. um who really rose to prominence because of hip-hop to kind of slap the um, community in the face like this. It's a little rude. Um, And, you know, the, the other actors and crew members who were in that interview did not help. Matters at all.
1: Yeah. I just think they were probably just so caught off guard by the fact that she was even asking the question. Right. Because I think they've probably seen it like on social media. They've probably seen people talk about it. But for somebody to actually ask them straight up and especially the director too, um, just ask him straight up and them just being so like shocked by the question itself. It's like, no, y'all should have been ready because right. this was going to come up. That being said, I am excited to see it just because I do love the musical. Um, they cut out a bunch of songs, and I'm really mad at y'all for that. Child, they're messing up
0: all over the place.
1: No, they did. They cut out so many songs. I get it, like time, whatever. But they cut out some of the really, like one of the better songs, a few of the better songs, actually, in my opinion. And they cut out a whole character. Oh. Um, yeah, they did. And I'm a little mad Child at y'all. were they dark-skinned? So, um, well... In the music, she just played the the one of the main girl's moms. They oh. just said that she died instead. Oh. So <laughs> I was like, sure, but she had one of the best songs in the shop. Um, Not but budget anyway. issues. Oh, child. <laughs> budget <laughs> issues.
0: In the Heights is currently in theaters um, and also streaming via HBO Max. Um, so go check it out if you'd like. And so with that, um, I think we can wrap it up for today. We had some very good discussions about all the new music. Go check it out. Once again, uh, Mariah dropped, Dream Dog, Cardi, Meg, and so many others. We talked about the drama with Todrick. We talked about the drama within the Heights. And we checked in with each other. And so, thank you all for coming back. I'm so excited for this relaunch of Come Get a Sip. Um, and in the next episode, we will definitely be diving into some more tea. I was telling Lourdes I had a plan for what we were going to talk about this episode, but you know, everything kind of blew up over the weekend with this stuff on Twitter, and so I thought we would just change course. Um, and so right. that might happen next week. So I'm not yet going <laughs> to announce the topics. Um, no, but never do that. Regardless, it will be definitely some hot piping tea, and we will yeah, be spilling all topic. of it. Right, trending hot topics
1: Alright, well thank oh. you so much for having me Oh, of
0: course, thank you for coming Once again, this is Lourdes This is our yes. first guest host And she will definitely be back So, mm-hmm. stay tuned And this is Norris J Norris Johnson Signing off For today For now, I don't know I'm, I'm gonna have to come up with a good sign off But maybe y'all will help me in the comments Anyways, bye, y'all. Come Get a Sip is produced and edited by Norris Johnson. Our guest host today, once again, was Lourdes Fitzgerald. The Come Get a Sip theme music was written and produced by Norris Johnson. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Uh TikTok from user Thick Black Thought. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Is this the video there that was I'm a interested? video that was blowing up on TikTok where someone basically Hello. pointed out um that
1: Hello. they had
0: paused the movie oh, no. and they had seen Hello? like the same um dark skinned extras and dancers in Hello? the same shot multiple times. Oh no. like they had like placed them in the same (laughs) shot multiple times to make it look like apparently that there were more dark-skinned actors than there actually were so it's like you already had like two or three and you were trying to make it look seem like there were six what's up with that hello hello did the line disconnect hello Hello? Hello?